Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Believe DU, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And guess where I'm at? He's with me. We're actually recording on one mic, so we'll see how this goes. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we still haven't really figured out how to do two people in one room with two different mics. I'm assuming we have to get like a noise gate, but we haven't really looked into it. So it's it's a thing, guys. Considering these episodes happen like once a year, I think we're fine. Yeah. So this is going to be episode 99. We're almost at 100. Um, so there's actually something kind of special-ish today. So I've had a couple gifts for Michelle for a while. Um, they've actually been in some of the videos and she just never noticed. Wow, I'm looking at your handsome face. Yeah, no. It was there in the background and like this one was like plain as day there like she should have seen it it was at least there for two months um maybe more it's a creepy doll yeah no no yeah no uh so the other thing too is um my mom and my wife are here in the room while we're recording this right now because yeah, we want to see her reactions with the gifts. So no I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get them out. I'm gonna get them one by one, but I need you to close your eyes first. Oh god. Okay. All right. Do I have to be like, oh thank you? <laughs> no, you don't have to say shit. <laughs> I'm scared. It's glass. So this glass. first one my wife saw and she was like, Hey, look, I think your sister would like that. And I'm like, Yeah, and I sent her a picture and it's glass. Okay, you can open your eyes now. Oh, this well, you told me about this, didn't you? But Send no, a picture of it? so I did. I did. So I sent her a picture, and I was like, "Hey, look, check this out." And and she like took forever to respond. So we had already left the thrift sh the thrift shop, and she was like, "Oh, can you get that for me?" I'm like, "Uh, okay." And she's like, mm, "Um, no, that's okay," because I told her I had already left, and she's like, "No, no, that's okay." But we went back and we got it for her, and that's literally been sitting on a shelf behind me when the room it. was still black. <laughs> not seen it and yeah she never paid attention you guys actually want to know what it is because you can't see so it is a brown bottle but it's got a ouija board uh painted on the front and then the planchette saying ouija mystifying oracle on the other side i think and it's for burning incense but i'm not sure i don't know how it works either. it's got but a I'm, hole in the bottom i know yeah so i'm trying to wonder i mean you could put some lights in there and then string the Oh, I mean, it's your bottle, so you can, gonna, oh, yeah. you can do what you want with it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, next next gift. Close your what eyes. What if I did, like, spin the bottle, but Ouija board edition? I'm sure it'll scratch. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. All right, close okay. your eyes again. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Okay. I swear to God, there's a haunted doll in there. No, there's no haunted doll in there. Liar. All right. So Valeria also saw this one. and okay. uh, It's in a tin. Okay, open your eyes. Is it candy? No. Wait, oh, is it just a box? No. no. Like, if you look at the sides, like... Just, like oh, it's cookies! Oh, yeah. they're my favorite cookies, too. Sorry, it's another Ouija board, but you guys know those super delicious, like, buttery cookies that your grandma has, like, sewing... I don't know, is that, a, is that a, like, a Hispanic thing, or is it, like, a two? I don't know, I feel like it's... Oh, I don't know. Porque sí, siempre en las cajas de estas de estas galletas siempre tienen las para coser, sí. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so it's a Hispanic thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's those cookies, but the tin 
is a Ouija board. So basically what's happening here is my brother is all about me not playing with a Ouija board, but he's giving me all these Ouija board things. So that means you're going to have to play with a Ouija board soon. Look, again, I didn't pick these gifts. Oh, true, well, we true. didn't know that they were going to be all scattered around. But I don't care. Would you like a cookie? Sure. Would you like a cookie? There's plenty of them. Jeez, this is what he had. My mom's whispering. Yes, these are my favorite cookies, and now I don't have to feel guilty because I know Carlos is going to be like, no, we don't need those. I'm going to be like, they're a gift, so I get to eat as many as I want. They're mine. Probably not here. Take a drink. It's so good, though. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two for two on the Ouija board. And cookies on top of that. So, mm -hmm. gracias. All right. Ready for gift number three? Hold on. I'm parched. And I'm... All right. Close your eyes. My eyes are closed. Now, see, I already know what it is. <laughs> I don't want That's it. Serious. I am not going to open, open my eyes. eyes. <laughs> I don't want to open them. No, how about the camera gets to see it first? Oh, look, it's a creepy ass little doll. See? No. <laughs> I hid this shit in my closet a long ass time ago because I did not want it. Well, that was not in the closet. That was, that was in the garage. So that's well, it, yours. It moved then. Here, let's take her out of the box and see. Ma, do you want a porcelain doll? Because I don't like this. Mom was telling me that you met somebody that likes porcelain dolls recently. Did you get their contact info? Because maybe you could see Oh, that was, at, that was at a market. So you didn't get their contact You know, if her dress, no. If her dress was not blue, mm -hmm. I might have kept her. I mean, you can change her dress or paint it. You are an artiste. I think I might actually keep her. Oh, she's creepy. I don't know. She feels... She feels Beat her all, twist it. I don't know. No, you want her. You you have a, a creepy nun. You you need this in your well, life. My creepy nun is cute. She looks pissed. Look, she looks pissed. Oh, she does not look she pissed. Looks pissed. Does she not look pissed? Look at this. You'll creepy. love it. She looks pissed. She's blonde too and blue eyed. Looks nothing like me. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Happy Halloween. This I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. I have an idea for Halloween. Because I usually just put like a bucket of, of candy. candy out. I'm going to put this doll in the bucket. And it's going to be like, have a piece. Mm -hmm. But only one because she's watching. That's good, right? That's that. good. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And maybe somebody will steal her. And then I'll have to deal with it, right? Perfect. <laughs> All right. So I have a haunted doll, Ouija board cookies. We don't know if she's haunted. No. I mean... My nun definitely has a vibe. She she doesn't have quite a vibe. What if she gets mad because you have a new? I doll? don't know. What if like I put her next to the nun and then I you go back into my office, yeah, and then it's shattered. Then you then... know that the nun's mad, and and I was right about the nun. I mean, yeah, it's probably what would happen. So let's not. Keep the... I'm gonna leave it here. I'm gonna put it in Carlos's chair mm -hmm. so that when he starts. Learning. You know what I? You know you know I had an idea. What was I idea? was I was gonna bring it, and I thought oh, my friend no. Jason was gonna be here. I oh. was gonna, so I was gonna tell him to help yeah. me. 
and um, I was going to put it at your door no. and ring the doorbell and just like run away. No, I would have punted that shit so <laughs> far. Like, no. But he, he ended up not being here. So oh, I didn't fun. get to do that. My other idea was to put it like in a box and just like have everything stacked to where that was at the bottom. Oh my God. And that'd be the last thing you see, but I didn't have a box. No, she's creepy. I think it's even worse that she's porcelain because you, you can hear like the ding, 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 like when you put your nails on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would put their nails on it. I, I just did. I went, Oh, I, I didn't like hear it. Oh, I guess maybe on the mic. Anyway, thanks for my haunted doll that I'm probably going to do something spooky with well that's your problem and my ouija board bottle that i'm gonna do fun stuff with and my ouija board cookies so you can keep uh, needles and threads in there right it's spooky it's perfect that'll be my little mexican sewing kit box mm-hmm. <laughs> ouija board sounds good to me <clears throat> thanks brother no this problem brother. <laughs> okay okay bye <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well so like we said this is episode 99 uh stories of high strangeness um like i said we're in the same room it's kind of weird like just i don't know we don't have headphones on. We can just like look over at each other. And it's kind of weird. It is a little weird. Look right. Touch his face. Oh. That was me slapping his face. Okay. Um, so my first one is from M underscore Therese. And it is called someone is attached to my new baby. Hmm. I'm a a mom of four. I've had quite a lot of weird experiences over my time, but this one stands out. We were finished at three kids. When I found out I was pregnant again, I was shocked. We had done everything except the SNP to prevent this. Anywho, the day, that day fourth. Well, I mean, not everything because if the SNP was the final thing, that's really not the final thing. I mean, unless you're talking about snipping her instead of him. Because the real final thing would have been. You know, I feel like it'd be a hell of a lot easier to snip him than it Well, I didn't her. say it wasn't no, 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 easy. No, no. I'm, I'm just, just saying that the actual final thing. Well, the actual final thing would be just, I feel like would, it should have been snipping her. Like you should have mm-hmm. snipped him before you snipped her. You know, anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> the, that day fourth, I felt a constant presence and a sweet smell. During my pregnancy, we moved to a new house. I packed up an old deck of tarot cards, some were missing and I never found them as with the house, etc., etc. We get to the new house unpacked, all settled. And one of my daughter's bedrooms door opens by itself. So I go to close it. But when I look down, there is one of my missing tarot cards. Can't remember now, but it meant massive change coming or something similar. So death. No, even even the death card doesn't necessarily mean death. No, but that's what I mean. Doesn't death mean like Matt, like big changes in your life? Oh, you? you're saying? Oh, I thought you meant like the big change is death. Yeah, no, no, the no. Card that she death. found the card. Death. Got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. could could be. Or tower. A bit spooky. Uh, I would do housework. I feel like I'd freak the fuck out if it was death. Yeah, <laughs> that was a missing tarot card. Sorry, a bit spooky. 
I would do housework and you constantly see a shadow out of the corner of my eye, always. Then my daughter's bedroom door just kept opening no matter how hard I slammed it shut. But all through this, I never felt scared. I almost died during childbirth, and that's when she was born. I felt a hand touch my hand, but no one was in the room at that point. Just myself and the new babe. This Things settled for a while, and after about a month or two, I kept hearing knocks on the door and a friendly, hello, like, like is anyone home type of voice. So just like I said it, cool. <laughs> anyway, but no one was ever there. Then I started hearing the same hello, but from the kitchen. <laughs> this only ever happened when it was when it was the baby and just myself at home. She's now just over a year old, and one of her favorite things to do is sit in her room clapping and just giggling. Dot 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 towards the wall. Like she's playing with someone. I have no idea what's going on, but she has a friend and both of us aren't spooked in any way or threatened in any way. And as for tarot, big changes coming, well, I've lived in the same area for 31 years my whole life. And we have suddenly decided to wing it and move to a completely different state. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of that video that I sent you one time where the little girl's running to the the living room. Oh, yeah. And she's oh, like... Yeah. And then, like, she gets to the living room, and the mom's like, in Spanish, she 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 says, uh, like, yeah, sola? like, who are you saying hi to? And then she goes, hola, niña, or hi, little girl. And then the mom just freaks the fuck what out and runs. <laughs> she runs the other way and leaves her daughter in the living room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That shit was funny. I probably would have done the same. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely heard of when babies are born you know, family members who have passed on tend to hang out around the house a little mm -hmm. bit more because, I mean, it's new family member, right? And mm -hmm. they want to come visit too. Just because they're on the other side doesn't mean that they're not going to. So um, I don't know. I mean, if she doesn't feel anything negative, yeah, threatened or anything, like it's just probably someone saying, literally saying hello and stopping by to check on the baby and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So. So like it's like when uh, Jason shared with us too that uh, when his son was younger, um, that his son would or they had a feeling that his son was seeing his brother because he would just turn to him and start laughing and stuff or like turn and kind of stare into nothing, nothing and and just start laughing and stuff and so I mean yeah it's I I believe that that's possible because I feel like my one my old patient's mother. Um, my old, my other patient's mother uh, had said the same thing um, one time that I saw uh, that I didn't know at the time, but what ended up being the grandmother um, that she said that she probably came to visit him because I don't think she got to visit him before she passed away. So mm. when she finally did, I think she, uh, I guess she came to to see to see him. Although granted, it wasn't like immediately after she passed, but yeah. or you know whatever, but she came at some point because i like i said i remember seeing this lady standing in the doorway or like a shadowy figure mm. and i described the silhouette or that shadow that i saw and and I, I've, I mean i've told the story before um but my patient's mother you know basically said you just described my mom and she had like this freaked out face and shit or mm -hmm. my my grandmother yeah and i was like yeah i know i've never seen you've never talked to me about her i've never seen her before in my life yeah. so i have no idea who she is so basically what you're saying is I have to have a baby in order for grandma to come visit. 
Yeah, dude, I don't. Honestly, she doesn't come and see me in my dreams either. Uh, yeah, so. I haven't. I haven't. So. so. <laughs> so. she, I guess she's. I mean, I guess she's good where she's at, and she doesn't. You know. She can still come say hi. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird about uh, still being in the same room together is I still want to just look at the screen and me see too. your face because <laughs> I mean, yeah. and we're also sitting so close together. It's like so, split screen. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, like sorry. that's what's that's what's going on. So we're still like staring at each other, even though we're like. Because I feel it'd be weird to be like this, talking to each other's faces. Too too close, too close. That's true. I I also don't like people. I mean, obviously, she's my sister, right? But people like... Spitting in your face. Yeah. In my (laughs) personal space. I I hate it. I feel it. Um, Also, I guess we probably should have said this at the beginning if the audio sounds a little bit different. It's because we're not in my cramped little closet because that'd be not ideal for two people. And we're in an office that is kind of echoey, and the mic's like not right in front of our faces. Yeah, so. we're kind of like off at an angle. So usually the best spot to speak in these mics is like right in front of it, and we're kind of off to the side. So, so. and usually like I have my mic this close, it's like really close to my mouth. Well, mine's usually about this far, but anyway, just a heads up. So I know now it is Eric's turn. Yeah, so this story that I have, like I said, it's kind of long, and there's a long buildup. So this one I got off of Reddit, and uh, it's called My my Ghost Story, The Haunted Bathroom at Fort Irwin. I apologize to uh, for the poor writing quality. This is the first time since 2019 I have written all this down. I hope it interests you. This story is really... This story is real and is my personal experience. Names have been changed. I joined the army in 1990 and got out in 1998 when I hit my midlife crisis. I joined the National Guard. A few more, a few more than a few years after joining the Guard, I was voluntold I was getting reassigned to a medical unit that was deploying to the Middle East. In January of 2019, I reported to my new unit and learned that in addition to deploying at the end of the year, I would have to go through an NTC rotation with the unit. What a joy. NTC, for those who don't know, the National Training Center is in the middle of, is in the middle of the California desert. It's one of the most challenging training events in the army that the army has and is the closest to hell as we can get on this ball of dirt. Or so I think anyway. Skipping ahead, our rotation at NTC was scheduled to back up to our deployment, meaning we had to de- uh, meaning we had to deploy our equipment from Fort Irwin instead of shipping it home. So after 30 days in the desert, I got to watch my unit load up on buses and head home for a month while I got to stay at Fort Irwin and deal with packing, customs inspections, and inventories. Out of around 5,000 guardsmen that made up the force, deploying around 300 of us had to stay behind. Because the units don't typically have to deploy, uh, Fort Irwin, I keep wanting to say featured because FT, Fort Irwin struggled to find a place for us to stay. The rational unit locations were uh, were needed for the next unit that was coming in to do some training in the desert and the National Guard barracks on the post were needed for California guardsmen who were doing their two weeks annual training that that summer. So after moving around a bit, we landed in what is known as augmentee building. 
This is where units that come in not to train, but to assist the post full-time uh, opposition force stay. Lucky for us, there were no augments needed for the upcoming training, so we got to use these barracks for three weeks. This is where my story begins. The work we needed to do was, was long and hard, but after two weeks, most of the heavy lifting was done, and we started to enjoy some downtime. This coincided with our move to augment T housing. When we first moved to the housing manager, when we first moved, the housing manager, a civilian, walked us senior leaders through walked senior leaders through the twelve buildings we were we were to occupy and the bathrooms were we were allowed to use. The setup was typically for army short-term housing. Each building had two sides with bunk beds from front to back. The twelve buildings were occupied along with some others. Uh, with some others, were arranged in a square with large bath with large bathrooms and open shelters for meeting, eating, etc. in the area behind the buildings. Each unit had its buildings, and my unit had the one furthest from, uh, furthest from the assigned male bathroom. This was odd because directly behind our building was a male bathroom, but it was locked, and it was not on the list to be assigned to us. Being older, I asked the housing manager if we could get the one, assi uh, the one assigned as well. That Oh, sorry. I asked the, build, the housing manager if we could get that one assigned as well. Being older, I must use the facilities more often. And I did not want to have to walk across the pad to one of the male bathrooms we had. He said, unfortunately, that one is not available, which I took to mean it had maintenance issues. Just my luck. Fast forward a few days, I was coming back from dinner with my team in Barstow, California. It was late, and when we arrived, there was an MP... Uh, military police car parked in front of the building next to ours being sensitive to issues with the national guard and the active duty i decided to walk to the smoking area behind the building with the mp to see if i could find out who had messed up and what we could do to avoid paperwork when i got to the end of my building and started uh started to the smoking pit I swear I heard a scream and running water from the lo uh, from the locked bathroom. However, I also saw one of our senior females talking to the uh, MP at the smoking pit while I looked at the bathroom as I walked by. I was more interested in finding out what was up with the MP. When I reached the female NCO, I knew she I knew she immediately said, "You heard that, right?" I said, "Heard what? The scream?" Yes. She said, it's been going on for half an hour. Looks like someone broke into the bathroom and is tearing up the place. Great, I thought. Someone got drunk and is going to get arrested. Please don't let it be one of, the, one of my guys. I turned to the MP and introduced myself. I asked if she had been in the bathroom yet and if she had any idea who was inside. She kind of laughed and said, no, both doors still have their locks. So I'm waiting for my NCOIC. Uh, to get here with a with a key. After that, after that time, two additional MPs arrived, and one said, "Let's get this over with." And they all started toward the bathroom. The senior MP turned to me and said, "Sir, do you and the sergeant mind going to wait on the, at the other door?" I said, "We're not equipped to deal with some drunk. That's your job." <laughs> Dick, wow. dude. Like being, well, I don't know. I don't know what the military is like, so I can't say. But I feel like, I mean, y'all are. I mean train for combat no? yeah like you really can't deal with a drunk person yeah i guess so that's like a cop asking you hey can you go deal with that but i feel like 
If you're on base, you're, you're not really a civilian. He laughed and said, no worries, dick. <laughs> he didn't say the dick part, but I said it. <laughs> I don't think anyone would, will come out the other side. More of a precaution, if you don't mind. Satisfied, I walked to the side so I could see the back door. The noise from the bathroom was getting worse. It was clear all the showers were on from the steam. You could hear toilets flushing and what I assume was stall doors banging. The MPs gave me a thumbs up as they went to unlock. So he ended up going anyway. The MPs gave me a thumbs up as they went to unlock the padlock on the door. Suddenly, and I presume when they opened the door, all the noise stopped. All we could hear was the water running and then the MPs giving the military policy yell as they entered. Oh, military police. Yeah, uh, yell as they entered. Well, he wasn't lying. Shortly after that, we could hear them yelling clear as they moved down the building and cleared areas. When they got to the end of the building, I was only I was on The point is they started turning off the showers and moving towards uh, moving back towards the other door. I went to the front door wanting to see who they brought out. As they came out, out, the senior guy told his subordinates to make sure power was off and locked up and and to lock up. He asked me and Pryler, the master sergeant who had originally called in the disturbance, to walk with him. When we go back to the smoking area, he said, we didn't find anyone inside. I was indignant. Clearly someone had been in the bathroom. And I said that that, that it was impossible. He held his hands up and said, sir... This is not the first time this has happened. Every few months, we get calls that someone is messing around over here. And we get here, we search and clear the building and find nothing but running, but and find nothing but running showers. And if the bathroom has supplies, they will be thrown all over. Mm-hmm. But we never find anyone inside. I don't have an explanation for it, but from what I understand, this has been going on for years. This is a standing order that no one that no MPs go into the bathroom alone. And at least one of the MPs doing a search must be male. What the F? I said. Why is that? He said he was not sure, but from what he had heard, a female MP had unexplained injuries when searched when she searched the bathroom alone. In my mind, I said, this is bullshit. Just the active army messing with the guard again. The MPs left and MSG Pryler and I talked for a bit. She was originally from Louisiana and joined the NC guard when she when she got out in the army at Fort Bragg. I told her I thought this was a bullshit prank but the MPs by the MPs. She was not sure so she was not so sure. She says she thought it was supernatural. I was not convinced. Three additional times during our stay, people reportedly heard noises, screaming and running water from the building. Each time the response was the same. Three MPs would search the search the building and find no one. When it came time to clear the building, I asked the housing manager for a moment when we were done. He looked at me and said, you have questions about the bathroom, right? And and I said, well, yes. He looked at me and said, I need a cigarette and walked with me to my truck. This is what he told me. In 2009, a soldier who was doing an augmentation mission from Fort Hood took his own life in the bathroom. Sadly, this is not uncommon. Soldier suicide is at an all-time high. After his death, his team, his housing team started getting reports of issues in the bathroom. The first incidents were with Staldor, the one where the soldier died, which would not stay on the its, on, which would not stay on its hinges. 
They would get calls nearly daily that the door had fallen off, only to find it undamaged and laying on the floor. Then, during the period of no units using the building, they could come to open it only to find the door off and on the floor with the showers running. A few years later, he said the MP started getting calls. Some were screams and yelling in the bathroom. Some were of people being punched while showering, etc. In 2012, the building maintenance team and the MPs decided to leave the building locked while it took, while it took one bathroom away. It was not worth the constant hassle of dealing with calls. That's when the someone is trashing the bathroom call started. Early on, MPs would get the key and search the building, turn off the showers, and lock it up. However, one night, a female MP got the call. She arrived, went in, and was beaten. Somewhat badly. After a long investigation, no one was ever charged with her assault. The MP herself said she did not see her attacker, but that punches came from all directions. This is when the unofficial policy of three MPs and at least one male on the team started. He took, he looked at me and said, sir, I don't believe in spooks and stuff, but whatever's in there, it scares me. I'll be honest, whatever it is, whatever is in there scares me too. So originally it just said screams. It didn't say women's screams. Yeah, it just says screams. screams. Okay, I don't know why I, I had like women's screams. But I'm like, what if considering some of these soldiers are going missing while they're on base and stuff, maybe mm-hmm. something, a murder took place, but. Well, that's what, that's what I kind of thought too, when they were talking about like female, like a female couldn't go in there or like when yeah. he starts telling the story about that one specific female, I, I like, well, that was one of my thoughts was like, well, maybe it was just like, they know the story or whatever. So they called and to have her go in there and then somebody just beat her. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's something, I mean, maybe that did happen, right? But this could be just something else, you know? Because um, yeah. it's something that happens often when they get there, the doors are locked, but everything inside is going nuts. So I don't know. I mean, if if he took his own life, you know, that that right there is, is always like a bad start, <laughs> I feel like, to a haunting, unless he was haunted by something and him taking his life kind of like released it it's hard to say it's just it's crazy um i don't know i don't i it's crazy that it's just kind of a thing it's just like yeah this shit happens happens. yeah and then it's unexplainable but it it happens you can't do anything about it no all right let's see i got another this one is by homesick alien 77 and it's called Unexplained Knocking from a Locked Morgue. I already hate it. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay, so this just happened to me a few hours ago in the middle of the day, and I'm really freaked out. Those are kind of my favorite ones where, like, you're so terrified, you don't know what to do, so you go to Reddit to write down your experience. <laughs> um, anyway, I work in a retirement home, and my job often requires me to go to the basement with a cart full of dirty laundry. That means I have to use the elevator. I've done this a thousand times already, and never, ever did I hear or see anything unusual. Now, since I work in the retirement home amongst a lot of other rooms in the basement, uh, there is also a temporary morgue, oh god, okay, which is located opposite of the elevator entrance. This morgue was probably used at some point, but as long as I've been working there, it was never even unlocked. Okay, well, that's good to know. 
Nobody used that room for anything. Today I was working as normal, going about my day, not feeling creeped out at all since it was the middle of the day. And uh, I've been to this basement too many times already and never had the reason to be scared of it. I went down the basement, emptied the dirty laundry in the laundry room, and called the elevator down again since somebody had used it. I pressed the button, but the elevator wasn't coming down. I would start probably panicking there, but I also just hate basements. Above me, through the closet elevator doors, I could hear two of my coworkers speaking and holding the elevator from closing. Ah, oh, sons of bitches. The space in the elevator is very acoustic, and you can easily hear people on it from the basement all the way up to the third floor. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Don't don't uh, gossip around the elevator because somebody might hear it. Oh, shit. At this point, I was getting a little bit pissed off because it was a particularly busy day and I didn't have any time to spare. So I started knocking on the elevator doors to let them know I was waiting for it. After a few knocks, it seemed to me that they didn't register it as someone knocking for them to get off the elevator. So I decided to knock a, a little melody rhythm or slash rhythm to get their attention. Now, this is where something very fucking weird happened. Maybe five seconds after that knock, I started hearing knocking back. It didn't have any particular pattern and it sounded like literal literal knocking on the door. I first thought it was coming from my coworkers above. Yeah, that's what I thought but quickly realized it was coming from behind me. Oh, look at that. <laughs> In the basement. Dude, okay, go. Okay. I turned around to find the basement completely empty, and I couldn't quite figure out where it was coming from. Uh, at first, until, or I, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from at first until I came a few feet closer to the sound. It was coming from the fucking morgue. I froze. Thousands of thoughts came rushing through my mind as I tried to somehow rationalize what, what I was hearing. I wanted to leave the cart behind and just sprint up the stairs. I would have <laughs> to get the fuck out or uh, to get the fuck out of there when I heard the elevator finally coming down. It was the longest wait ever, but I finally got on and pressed the button on the third to the third floor. I think 20 times before the doors closed and got me out of there. Maybe all of this can be very easily explained away with it being an older building, sounds from the pipes or animals, etc., and being a pure coincidence with my knocking, but I never heard a building ever make a knocking sound on the door like that. Needless to say, it really did creep me out. Anyways, this was my first paranormal experience ever, and I'm interested in if anyone has had any similar experiences or has an explanation for what the fuck that was. I think it would have been like a lot crazier too if like, if it would have knocked back the same rhythm. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a cookie. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, regardless of what it was, I think in that moment, yeah, your 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 mind just races because you hear. I mean, obviously you knock, and then you hear knocking behind, like in the morgue behind you. And you're like, holy fuck! Like I probably would have shit my pants to be honest. I don't know, I, and I almost feel like it wouldn't have been as creepy if it was like a storage closet. Mm-hmm. But because it's a morgue that hasn't been used in forever, like that's what is like the creepy, weird part that I don't like. Yeah, especially they had, I mean, which they did because they said they were using it as a. Was it? Was it that? Huh. The the basement and the laundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then off to the side was oh. like the morgue. In well, the basement. regardless, Either morgues way. are creepy. Yes, yes, they are. 
And I don't know how people can like, I want to say I read a story recently, like where they, um, somebody bought a house that was uh, a funeral home. And because obviously they have the the morgue on the bottom or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think it still had equipment and shit. And they were like all stoked about it. I was like, yeah. They're excited about it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember where I saw that. I mean, I definitely know there's people like that. So uh, one of my uh, customers messaged me and was like, we bought a hearse. And I was like, awesome. (laughs) But I mean, it it did look pretty fucking cool. But Well, I think it was uh, Bill, no, that said that he wanted to buy a hearse too? Yeah. Or he has a hearse? Well, he has a freaking coffin in his living room. So, (laughs) I mean, he probably would be stoked about a more house. Yeah, I think he said he wanted to buy a hearse and then he wants Mm -hmm. to buy... uh, I think he said he wants to buy another casket, no? To put his equipment in? He... Yeah, I feel like we joked about that, right? Uh, yeah. That part of I remember, it? Yeah, because I remember telling him, like, he should do it. And then um, do, like, a false uh, top type of thing where, like, you open it and the casket looks empty because their thing oh, is empty right. casket. That's right. So, like, and then you flip that part up and then all the equipment's there. Okay, yeah. That's the part I remember. Bill, if you're listening to this and you do do it, take pictures and send them because <laughs> we want to see it. Yes, please do. Alrighty. So I got another one from Reddit. Uh, this one's from, I think it's Nash. It's K-N-A-S-H. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say Nash. Eight ninety. Nash with a K. Yeah, Nash with a K. <laughs> so they, they, this one has a drawing. Oh, I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it at all. Unfortunately, this one also has suicide in it. So it's it's called, it's, uh, this one's called Reoccurring Nightmares from Investigation at Pasadena's Colorado Street Bridge, uh, aka Suicide Bridge. I keep staring at you. Yeah. Stop it. (laughs) I don't look at it anymore. Like I couldn't look away. It was creepy. So a group of six decided to go to the well-known suicide bridge in Pasadena, California for an investigation video. We first started off the night on the top of the bridge, which is still a functioning street, so cars would pass from by from time to time. This is when we were explaining most of the history with the bridge and showing how the city is trying to place uh, high gates up to prevent people from jumping. However, that has not seemed to work. When you see the fence, you'll see families that have lost a a loved one from jumping, having placed locks on the chain link fence with their name and date on the lock. The date would either be their date of birth, date of suicide, or both. There was one lock that stood out to me in particular that had the name of a person who jumped, his birthday and his death day. We stood out to be, what stood out to me was that he had been the most recent jumper happening in February of this year, 2022. So I kept that in the back of my mind. We had a couple of items to help us either capture an apparition, notice their presence, or try and communicate with them. Those, those devices being a full-spectrum picture camera, EMF meter, and an Obulus 4. Or an Obulus 5, sorry. Unfortunately, nothing was picked up on the top of the bridge, so we made our way down to the bottom. On first sight, the bottom of the bridge had been turned into a park, and I thought that was interesting, especially since there was no marker or anything that I noticed that showed any respect to the people who had taken their own lives in that area. After about 20 to 45 minutes of being down there, we had split up into pairs and used all of the devices to see if we could catch anything. 
Nothing had happened until one of our crew members noticed someone walking next to the street, next to the street that's under the bridge. However, when she kept watching that person, they vanished. She, so she went to go look around for anyone who might have been walking over there, but could not find anyone near or far. We, be, we began taking full spectrum pictures where she saw this person. We, uh, we are still view, reviewing the picture, so we don't know if we caught anything yet. This was a time, though, that the ovulus started to go off more and more, and we were getting into contact. What really stood out is that there that we got a couple names that came through and words like abort and sad. And then not too long after the word February came through. This gave me massive chills as one of the most recent jumpers took their life in February. And what was even more compelling is that I noticed that this that I was right under the part of the bridge where I saw the lock with that date on it. And the ovulus or the ovulus kept coming through with more and more words after that in that area. However, we had some other places to go and investigate. The next stop was under the most highest part of the bridge that was where the trees and foliage was. It was a very dark and eerie place to be in. I immediately checked. I immediately got chills walking down to it. When we started to get to the bottom, the ovulus started going off again. Keep in mind that the walk towards the area, this area, the ovulus did not go off once. The words that came through then were wagon and farming and i and i made sense of this because the great depression was a time when a majority of the lives lost from the bridge happened and one large contributing factor to this was the dust bowl that destroyed farmers careers once directly under the bridge in this dark and gloomy spot the ovulus once again started to go off with many words that i cannot remember off the top of my head while writing this then for some reason Somebody in the group wanted to walk away from the bridge to go and investigate some other places. So I stayed back with one other person for a few minutes. While we were standing there just a few minutes, uh, while we were standing there just the two of us, we both simultaneously <laughs> caught a whiff of tobacco specifically, smelling like wet chewing, oh, specifically uh, smelling like wet chewing tobacco. Gross. None of us used tobacco in any form. Both of us thought that this was weird and caught up with the group. Once back with the group, we noticed that they were pretty far from the bridge. However, we sat there for about 15 to 20 minutes with the ovulus still on, but not capturing a single word to come through. So we brought ourselves back to the point under the bridge in the dark and gloomy spot. Once we were all back there, the device again, uh, once again started to pick up more words to come through. However, these words did not seem to be too welcoming. And then once again, another smell appeared. But we were all there to now smell it. We all agreed that it was a foul smell, foul smell like rotting food and other disgusting smells. But just like the tobacco smell, it only lasted for about 30 seconds. We continued on for another 30 minutes and got some more words that came through. However, we wanted to end our investigation because we got some strange feelings. It's been two days now since the investigation, and one of our crew members has had nightmares about a woman who looks to be older with red curly hair, angry at her, and mad. She's had the dream twice now since, she's, since being at the bridge. The reoccurring dream has the same woman with the same intentions, being mad at her and angry, and has even gone to supposedly scratch her in the, in the night. Freaked out about this, she has now drawn a picture of the woman. She keeps seeing in the dream... Oh... Yeah, she drew a picture of the woman that she keeps seeing in the dream. 
I came to Reddit to post a story to see if somebody, if anybody had any information about this area or maybe any of the people who said that they have taken their lives at the bridge. We have not been able to find anything online nor any pictures of some of the people. Our next step is to check at the libraries in Pasadena. If anyone who reads this would like to make uh, like more details about our, our story or our night, please DM me and I will gladly respond to you. The picture definitely looks creepy. Yeah, I don't like that picture. Well, you'll have to send that to me and we can post it. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but the eyes are all like dark Blacked and out. like sunken in and she looks on the older side and creepy. Mm, Okay. This is a little on the shorter side, but um, this one is by Dance Hall Days, all one word, and it's called The Crying Noises. In 2019, I woke up in the middle of the night out of nowhere, but I couldn't move and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't speak and I was hearing a very, very strange noise on the other side of my wall, which it, sh it is shared with the living room. I played it off as sleep paralysis because after a while, the noises stopped and I can move again. I can only describe the noises as wailing from maybe a woman or a child. I really thought it was just my mind playing tricks on me, but then my mom's door opened, whose room is right next to mine, and she checked up on our dog who was sleeping in the hall. Our dog shook himself awake. I could hear his collar jingle as he shook, and this also made me try to hold on to the thought that I was just, I was the only one that had heard the noise because my dog barks at every single thing, and yet he slept through the crying. I was restless for a little while until I was able to go back to bed. The next morning, my mom's boyfriend at the time left from work, and my mom was driving me to school when she told me that her and her boyfriend heard weird crying sounds out of the living room. I told her that I had heard the same thing, but I did not get up to see what it could have been because I thought it was just sleep paralysis. This happened again two more nights before it completely stopped, and I still don't understand what could have caused this sound. A weird thing that happened days after the noises stopped was that my mom was alerted that someone she knew had passed, and after the news was shared with her, we never heard those specific noises again. So that one's kind of short, but um, one of the comments was like a banshee, because, I mean, it's like an Irish Celtic thing the wailing screaming or woman mm. and it's you know believed to foretell the death of a member of the family of the person who heard the spirit so i mean we did a whole deep dive into banshees so you guys want to check that out what episode is that um like what's what's worse like to hear uh like knocking in the middle of the night wailing or Definitely crying wailing, wailing. Or footsteps, like... Like, okay, so I would say wailing, because knocking, you can explain, you can it, explain away. it away. Or or at least in your mind, like, if it was something supernatural, you can be like, oh, it's just the pipes knocking on the door, you know? Yeah. Or... What uh, about footsteps? Footsteps, I mean, unless you have cats. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can blame it on the cats. I don't have a cat. But, uh, I mean, that could be kind of creepy, too. Um but I mean, if you're hearing hearing wailing, yeah, it could be like if you're hearing it outside, maybe it's a neighbor. But I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe footsteps, footsteps in the house. Because if it's outside, if you have neighbors, like you can be always oh, a neighbor. You know what yeah. I mean? 
But unless I mean, you're hearing it in the house, that's what I was gonna say because he, I mean, did, he said he heard it on the other side of the wall, which was oh. the living room. Oh, okay, then, so yeah. I was. We did hear one time Carlos and I like got home and it's like midnight or past midnight and we're like in bed getting ready to go to sleep and then we just hear like a woman screaming at the top of her lungs like she was in in the like, house no like outside or oh. outside somewhere um and we both just kind of looked at each other and froze like are we both hearing the same thing and mm-hmm. i mean it was it was pretty loud so we went to the window and we can actually see like our our neighbor behind us also like flicked on their lights and like came out of like into their backyard too yeah. trying to listen um so I was like, do I call someone? And like, so it's, there's like a whole thing. You can't call 911 unless it's an emergency. And even then, like they're not coming out and blah, blah, blah. So call 311 instead. So I like called 311. I was like, there's a woman screaming outside. I don't know where it's coming from. She sounds like she needs help. And they're like, um, this is going to be a 911 call. I'm like, well, fuck you. Like you're always saying like something is an emergency or is not an emergency when it sounds to me like it is. Mm-hmm. All that to say, I called 911. They asked me about where, and then they're like, okay, okay, we're getting calls from other people too. So I was like, oh, all right. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, like, we weren't crazy. Like, we did hear screaming, and, I, I mean, we never saw police lights or anything, so we don't mm. know if it was settled or, like, they found the person, yeah. but she was, like, screaming like something was up. Um, That's crazy, dude. But, yeah, it was nerve-wracking. I could, like, we were just, like, there, like, glued to our, our freaking windows with like the blind pulled down just a little bit and it's like shivering like what the fuck i've never called 911 before yeah that was the first time and it was dude well like so a couple times that i've been like i've wanted to call is because we've heard gunshots Mm -hmm. and it's just like but what do you say oh i heard gunshots or where um i don't know like northeast of my house yeah you know but it's just hard to say you know Mm -hmm. um and it was weird because um, one of the times that I was there at the house, we heard it like it was in the middle of the night. I don't think it was like three. I think it might have been like one or two in the morning or so. And you just hear, pow, 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 pow. I was like, what the fuck? Jesus. And I was like, that sounded like gunshots. And because of something that our, one of our neighbors has told us, I was kind of concerned. So I went out and I, I mean, I didn't go outside, but like I went to the living room and I kind of just like peeked out and just. You know, if I yeah. to see if I saw anything because they sounded kind of close, but I mean, not like super close. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I mean, again, like you said, nothing. It's like no, there was no cops, cops called or anything. I was like, it's fucking Texas. So, right. <laughs> um, but then it like it also made me kind of nervous because then one of the nights that I had to work, uh, this was like maybe a week later or so. Like it was pretty close to that that time but not exactly mm-hmm. um valeria texts me and she's like hey i just heard those gunshots again and it was around the same time as the mm-hmm. time before mm-hmm. so it was pretty crazy That's but yeah good. but i mean i, I would have probably freaked out if i would have heard the screams of the woman too like yeah because it was like i mean we don't we don't really get other than like maybe packages being stolen and like cars being broken into and mm-hmm. nothing super crazy major in our neighborhood so to, to hear that was knock on wood don't want shit to start happening but yeah like i feel safe here basically so hopefully you know whatever it was wasn't anything too serious i guess yeah but yeah so the episode if you guys want for the banshees if you all want to go listen to that is episode 58 
yeah. Um, well, the other thing that the gunshots and, and the screen. Oh, okay. Well, so then if it's in the house and I hear like a screaming, definitely would be scarier okay, than no, anything. Gonna, okay. So screaming. Then footsteps. Footsteps. Because then wailing. Yeah. Then wailing. No. Oh, are you considering wailing? I'm wailing, wailing and screaming are the same thing. Okay. To well, me. Right. I feel I like wailing like, is more of like a sad no. like. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Okay. Why would you do that? Oh, oh I, no, I don't like it. All right. Well, that <laughs> screaming and that to me would be equally scary, especially True. if they're in the house and I'm not by my, if I, and I'm by myself or, or yeah. you know. Well, and the dogs aren't reacting to it, like in this story where it's like the dogs bark at everything. Like my dogs yeah. bark at everything. If I was hearing that inside my house and my dogs weren't reacting. Yeah, I'd be yeah. freaking the fuck out. Although, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like my dogs would. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, because if my dogs were reacting because they could see it and hear it, I feel like at that point, that's when you grab the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Versus if, like, they're not reacting at all, like, are they not hearing it? Are they not seeing, yeah. you know, like, it's not a physical thing at that point, maybe? But, I mean, they're supposed to be able to, unless it's mm-hmm. a banshee and they can't. See banshees because yeah. a banshee isn't a ghost. I don't know. Yeah, but so then definitely screaming and wailing would be number one scariest shit. Like, yeah. I if you're in, even with pets, like if you're with if you're by yourself and there's nobody else in the house that could make that kind of noise, mm-hmm. t- number one, that's yeah. top of the list. Okay. <laughs> if you're in the house and you're hearing footsteps, I think that would be the next scariest thing because again, if you're by yourself and you're hearing footsteps and, and like I said, if you don't have a dog or a cat or anything that could maybe make those step sounds, then then that would be the next thing because you can't explain it away. But if you have a dog or a cat, then you're like, ah, that's my dog or cat. Or if yeah. somebody else is in the house, you're like, oh, somebody's, you know. Somebody's here. Yeah. And then the knocking, like I said, sometimes pipes and stuff, you can explain that away. Or like me at the house, sometimes in the morning, we literally hear like knocking on our on our wall, but it's the fucking woodpeckers. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. so for uh, like that's why for me the knocking is like the least scary yeah for sure the footsteps are the next least scary because like sometimes we can hear like i'm assuming they're rats or something that are running up in the attic mm-hmm. because there's like there's a tree that's directly oh. to the roof so like they're able to get in yeah so if i'm hearing shit up there because the other day told me i just heard footsteps up in the attic i was like yeah i think it's rats because i heard it the other day when we were recording I remember I heard, yeah, yeah you could hear it you could hear like the running up there mm-hmm. so i you know i was like so again those it's like well you it's explain that, that yeah you can explain yeah. it away. but like wailing and screaming it's just that's really hard unless like I said, it's coming and somehow from outside sounds like it's inside the house, but yeah. it's just really tough. And like if I hear like that whale that I no, that I just did, again. I'm not gonna do it okay. again. I'm just saying it's like burning like, my brain now. Well, because okay, so the reason <laughs> I did it, well, not the reason uh-huh. I did it, but I remember one time we you had this like little karaoke machine with like a microphone. Uh huh. You remember it? Vaguely, and then this you put random a memory is like starting to pop into my brain. So you, you could put CDs, like you could actually buy CDs for it and it would like play the music and then those like CDs, and yeah, yeah, and then those, the, they had a little TV screen on it and uh-huh. it would put the lyrics on, or you could put just one of your CDs on and play it and you could sing along with it. Uh-huh. So I remember, um, I used to, I don't know why I used to do this, but I would turn on the, the, the speaker and the microphone and then I think you could do like echoiness. Oh, yeah. And I would start wailing into it, oh just God. like that one that I just, just did. Just to be creepy. Yeah. And oh I remember one time I was, 
it was nighttime and I think your mom were already Sleep asleep ass. or some shit. Uh-huh. And I started doing it, but I ended up fucking creeping myself oh out. Oh my dude. god, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like I kept I kept, oh I kept going god. over and over doing it. And Why? I was like I turned the shit off and like yeah. I went to the room. I was like, um my own I hands. stay in here for a little bit because I'm kind of <laughs> creeped out, and I did it to uh, myself. So dumbass. I mean, I've definitely done that. Oh, that one episode that we were recording that, or yeah, last month or last week's episode where we had to watch the videos and stuff. I was like, I'm alone oh, yeah. at home and I'm scared. Why well, I mean, like an idiot turning the fucking lights off. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode too, by the way, and that you all oh, yeah. like followed along with it. Yeah, if you guys saw any of the videos or, like, again, I think we said it in the episode, but we'd love to hear your feedback or what you guys thought was ap- happening. Or Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, and we, apologize, we probably should have said this at the beginning, but we apologize that last week there wasn't a, a, an episode. It's just, you know, schedules. Like we mentioned before, it's it's just right now with me working – weekends and shit it's, it's kind of tough so i'm not um, gonna lie shit's about to start hitting the fan too as i get as we get closer to the holidays and mm-hmm. like business is gonna pick up and then plus i still have my like regular job yeah um and we'll i think we already mentioned too we'll probably take a hi- like a little hiatus for the holidays like we we did last year um so yeah. that'll be coming soon ish We'll let yeah. you guys know more once we actually talk about it and have like a game plan for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, guys. Uh, also, if y'all haven't watched it yet, we've only seen two episodes of The Watcher. Have you seen it? No, not yet. Dude. We were supposed to watch it tonight. Is it good? Yeah. I mean, I like it so far. I I, I need to because yeah, you just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the gun it's because the gunshots thing was a thing like that happened in that episode too. Oh. And he's like, he hears two gunshots and he's like, what the fuck? And he gets up and he's looking, but he doesn't see anything. And then like the family comes the next day and then he like brings it up. And then the wife, the, the, the sister, the daughter's like, why you heard gunshots? And he's like, no, no, I thought I heard. And then some shit happens. I can't tell you because it'll give away a part of the, the you know, the plot. Okay, so yeah. uh, I'll just leave it there, but definitely, um, definitely go watch that. Uh, the Watcher. The Watcher. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought it said something about it being based on true events, but I might have just been tripping balls. I don't. Oh, know. oh, okay. Sorry. For some reason, I had completely forgotten what The Watcher was. I just remembered that I wanted to see it. Yes, it is based on true events. It did really? happen. Yeah, because I remember what, and I missed that, that part. That makes it so much fucking creepy, yeah, dude. I, Oh man, now I'm trying to remember like where I heard it or like how I I had heard about it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the ending was. I'm sure that's probably going to be slightly different in the TV show because they're just going to amplify the creepiness. Mm-hmm. But yes, I do distinctly remember hearing about this family that started getting these letters when they moved into this house and and whatnot. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's I that yeah. So I'm excited. Carlos was like, "Oh, like that's so creepy," and I was like, "Oh yeah, like this actually happened." He's like, no, it didn't. And I was like, are you sure it's not based on true events? I hate, I'm I pretty hate sure it says that at the beginning. No, it does. I just, like, a lot of the time, because I don't, I have my phone in front of my face, too, when we're watching TV. But he was trying to look at the at the trailer, and that's what we were watching. And I guess I missed that beginning part. Mm-hmm. And I guess he did, too, because he was over here telling me I was wrong. 
But I'm like, no, like I know this story, like I've seen it mm-hmm. or I've heard about it or something. And then he rewound it or I looked it up or I don't know what. And it was based on true events. I was like, I fucking knew it. But I'm like trying so hard to like replay what I know about it. And I think it kind of ends a little like lackluster, but I'm sure the TV oh, show. Damn. No, well, I hope sure they the play TV, it up. Yeah, for the TV I'm, show. I, I'm, I'm sure because even already, just the trailer that I saw is like, it looks dude, creepy. just the two fucking episodes that, like, the two episodes we've seen, I'm like, dude, this is insane. Like, how the fuck? And then again, knowing or you know, seeing that at the beginning that it's it's based on true events, I was like, no, dude, there's no way. Like, this seems like something completely made up. It did not. Uh, it just yeah. does not seem like something real. I mean, and and again, I have to like try and find the original. I almost want to say I heard it on a podcast, like mm-hmm. maybe, and that's why we drink or something. Um, but I distinctly remember like hearing them, or you know, them talking about like they started getting mail, and I and I think they would see somebody like standing outside the door or like mm-hmm. outside the house and stuff, but they could never like catch the person or they yeah. never figure out where it was coming from. Um, well, I mean, and I guess it, since it is a show, they're going to play up some of the other shit. But I mean, yeah. like if a fraction of the shit that's happened so far happened to me in real life, dude, no, like know. that's fucking nuts. I mean, I know the letters for sure. Like that was, mm-hmm. that was, and then there were creepy letters too. Like, oh, like yeah. I'm watching, I'm like the protector of this house. Like that was, oh, I don't know why I just got chills again. And then there, but, he, he like mentions like young, like the blood of the young or some shit. And yeah. then like in the second episode, there's something that happens. Where like you like that makes a lot more sense, and you're like, oh my god, dude, if this is fucking real, like, <laughs> like if what this guy is saying is real within the the fucking show itself, yeah. like that's nuts, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I, if y'all haven't checked it out, like I said, I'm only two episodes, or we're only two episodes in. I don't know if my wife's gonna want to keep watching it because we're kind of watching it with my mom and and her fiance. Um, and I don't know if my wife's gonna want to keep watching it. I definitely want to finish it. I have to finish it. Um, definitely check it out. Just based off the two episodes that I have seen, it's it's pretty good so far. Uh, and I finished Jeffrey Dahmer too. Oh, That's yeah. also a really good say. one. Yeah, because I think I had maybe it was the previous episode. Yeah, so we started so. watching, we and I was like, yeah. it's not that gory. No, or I right? hadn't started yet. You hadn't, but oh, I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I didn't think it was that gory. It it got I guess kind of bad at the end there. No, I well, really don't think it was that bad. To be honest with you, for I don't know, I I think for me more so it's violence than it is gore. So like yeah. when they started like fighting and him like yeah, I think that, that was that, for that part, me that was like, like the glorious. Part. Oh, you did that part, yeah. No, I, okay. Yeah, no, I, I I not that I enjoyed that part, but I was like, you got what you deserve, <laughs> bitch. It's like Evan Peters, no. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, but and so I don't know, dude, because that's the kind of thing that pisses me off, dude. Like. Uh, and I know that I, I was reading that that was an issue that some people had too. Was like they almost kind of humanize him towards the end, mm. and mm. I feel and I feel like you almost want to like be like, oh, okay, well, like there's some redeeming qualities, but you like in my head, I'm just like, dude, you did so much bad shit. I feel like you kind of deserve to die. Yeah, I mean, I feel spoiler like- alert. But um, not really. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, <laughs> if you yeah, if you know Jeffrey Dahmer's history, then you should. <laughs> No, that he's not alive. He's not alive. Yeah, I mean, you don't know how he died. Maybe you do. Maybe we just give it away. It's Corey. <laughs> Skip. Um, but anyway, but it was good too. Yeah. We finished watching C, and that was the final season, also. Yeah, I I gotta good. watch that. 
the Lord of the Rings one was also I thought it was good. Mm. People are shitting on it because it's not Lord of the Rings. I'm like, yeah. why would this why would this be why would you think that it was gonna be? See, like I'm not a huge fan. Like I watched all three movies, but I wasn't like super into them. Like I it's not one of those movies that like even if it's on, I might change it. Like my only yeah. favorite parts of the the only favorite parts that I have of those movies are the, the battle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, but because yeah. just how badass he is with the bow. Yeah. But like those um battle scenes in the castles and mm-hmm. shit, like those are my favorite scenes. So I'm not that's not probably one that I'm I'll skip. I like I enjoyed the the little like kind of twist ending that it had. I mm-hmm. mean, kind of a twist. I think we saw it coming, but it was like anyway, I liked it. Also saw we're watching House of Dragons. Yeah, See, I didn't watch a Game of Thrones, so I, I, I don't know. Shit's about to go down. The one that like I'm almost on the verge of watching, like I'm like this close to starting to watch it, is uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Like I'm super close. You should. Like, like I'm like this close. I okay, like like that close. Go watch it. No, you can't see, There's, but there was pushed there was his fingers mic- together. There was a microscopic piece of that. There was still whatever. All right, guys. Well, that was our episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Episode 99. Again, apologize for last week not having an episode. Uh, yeah. Outro spiel? I mean, I don't have it with Sony me. computer. <laughs> you know the drill. Go like and follow us on all social, social media. Social medias. Like, follow, share on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can go on the website, webelievedyou.com. There's a listen tab where you can listen to the show. You can also go find it on your favorite podcasting, podcast listening websites like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, if you want, you can give us a five-star uh, rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read that for you here on the show. Um, what else, Michelle? Uh, if you want to buy merch, there's a merch tab where you can find all our merch. There's t-shirts, there's hoodies, there's caps. Uh, and Michelle designed all of it herself. And if you want to donate to help us out, you can do that as well. Um, if you want to be interviewed, there's a contact us tab, or you can send us an email to reach out and uh, let us know that you want to be on here and be interviewed. If you want to stay anonymous, we can do that for you as well. If you want to reach out you can also give us your stories for our stories of high strangeness and if they're in spanish we can translate them for you and uh, we can translate those for you as well so reach out guys share your stories with us because we believe do you